changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. I'm trying something new this summer, and I'm going to a a three-day-a-week schedule instead of five days a week. So on Mondays, I'll be posting a podcast with a couple of my favorite stories for instant inspiration. And on Wednesdays, I'll be posting a podcast with a couple of my favorite stories from our latest books. Fridays will remain the same. That's the day we post a longer podcast when I talk to someone who I think you'll find interesting. Today, I want to share a couple of stories that will help you with your positive thinking. The first one is from our best-selling book, and it's really our bestseller of the last 10 years, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive. And this story has changed the way that I look for parking spaces. So Deborah Zeganis Lowry tells us that her Aunt Judy always got a parking space right in front of wherever she was going. Deborah was with her one day when she pulled into a parking space directly in front of their busy neighborhood pizza place. While most of us will take a spot a block or two away, figuring we'll never find one closer, Aunt Judy would always just assume there would be a great spot right where she was going, because after all, someone has to park right in front. Another time, Deborah and her Aunt Judy were headed for the Jewelry Mart in San Francisco, and that's located in a very busy area near the port, and they were in awful traffic trying to get there, so Deborah figured that parking would be a nightmare. She was surprised when Aunt Judy drove right by a parking lot as they approached the building. She just kept on confidently driving straight to their destination, and a couple of blocks later, Judy said, There it is, as the building came into sight, and then she flipped on her blinker, merged into the left lane, slowed down as they got right in front of the building, and pulled into an empty spot right across from the front entrance. How do you do this, Deborah said. And Aunt Judy just laughed and said, if you don't look for a parking place in front, how will you ever get one? And it was as simple and as obvious as that. And it changed Deborah's behavior. She started driving right up to her destinations, too, and she found that she was parking right in front, too. And she decided to extend her Aunt Judy's positive attitude to more than just parking spots. She decided that if she could find great parking spots just by assuming that things would work out, then maybe she should assume that other things in her life would work out, too. She had just gotten divorced, and her kids were going on vacation with their dad. So she was facing her first week being home by herself one summer. She decided that she would go off on vacation by herself using her new attitude that things would work out. She used miles, and she booked a ticket to Washington, D.C., where hotel prices really come down in August because it's so hot. Didn't matter to her because she was going to spend a lot of time in air-conditioned comfort inside the Smithsonian and other national museums, which are free. She had a great time. And she says she owes it all to her Aunt Judy for getting her to think positively and realize that things really can work out. In the same vein that you can't win if you don't try, I want to share a story from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Count Your Blessings. Dan Bain tells us that he had been laid off in mid-October after his company merged with another company and let a lot of people go. Now Christmas was coming, and they didn't have the money to put on their normal Christmas for their two sons. It got worse because in October, when Dan was laid off, his mother also suffered a stroke, so he really wanted to visit her for Thanksgiving. 
but that would mean spending money on gas to drive all the way to Virginia and also paying for a hotel room because they were allergic to his mother's dog. November came along, and the family was in the car, but they were going to Dan's in-laws, and Dan was feeling really guilty about not visiting his mother over Thanksgiving. Well, during the trip, Dan's toddler announced that he needed to go to the bathroom, and he wanted to put on a pull-up diaper and do his business in there, not sit on the toilet at a gas station. So the family pulled up to the closest gas station slash convenience store, and they put the pull-up on their little boy, and he did his thing, and then Dan needed to find a place to throw it away. So he carried it into the store looking for a trash can, and while his wife was safely back in the car and couldn't see him, he bought a scratch-off lottery ticket. He somehow believed that if he was in a nasty store in the middle of nowhere, he was more likely to win. He noticed that the cashier's name was Virginia on his receipt, and that made Dan feel even worse about the fact that they were visiting his in-laws but wouldn't also be visiting his mom in Virginia because of their financial situation. Anyway, they arrived at their in-laws. There was all the chaos of arriving, and Dan forgot all about that scratch-off ticket until the next morning. He remembered it, he took out a penny, and he began scratching the covering off the numbers on the card. He won $200 on the first space, and he was ecstatic. He thought, well, that must be it, but he kept on scratching the covering off those numbers, and there was nothing on the next two, but then on the fourth one, he won $100. Next space, nothing, and then he won another $100, and then another $100. Next two spaces, nothing again, and then he won $200 again, and then the next space was another $200. Two more spaces yielded nothing, and then finally $100 on the last one. Dan told his wife he just won $1,000. And then he realized, oops, now he had to confess that he had been frivolous and bought a lottery ticket. The good news was that this ticket that he bought from a cashier named Virginia gave them enough money to visit his parents in Virginia after all. They'd have plenty of money to pay for gas, a hotel room, and even a couple of nice Christmas gifts for their sons. So that's it. Two stories that make you think, hey, it could happen. You could get that perfect parking space, because after all, someone has to, and you could be the one who gets the winning scratch-off ticket, even though we all know that playing the lottery really makes no financial sense at all. If you want to learn more about either of these books, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, or Chicken Soup for the Soul, Count Your Blessings, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see all the books that are featured on this week's podcast, and you can click on their covers and even read some great tips for positive thinking that we developed from the books. While you're on our website, you can also do a couple of other cool things. You can sign up for one of our free newsletters and get a Chicken Soup for the Soul story for free delivered to your inbox every day. And you can also click on the Submit Your Story section and you can see what we're working on in case you have a great story that you want to see published in one of our books. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. Next time, I'm going to share a couple of stories with you about buses and strangers banding together and some spontaneous acts of kindness. They might just give you the courage to speak up the next time you're in a group of strangers and you want to make something good happen. 